me and Tyler here went to an outreach last Saturday, and I want to talk about it a little bit, explain what happened. Uh, a lot of good things happened. Um, actually, not much bad stuff happened. So I was going to say good and bad, but I don't think anything anything went south, mm-hmm. at least for me. I don't know about you, but it was all good. Um, the purpose that we were there for was to get people to know about Jesus. It was to get the gospel spread, you know, to anyone that will hear. This Saturday, uh, how was how what was your experience like? It was, it was, it was kind of different. I've never done it before. I, I was able to go out to people and be able to understand what they wanted, and how they like, that they wanted Jesus and how they wanted to be with Him, but they didn't know how to start. They, and I saw when we prayed with a couple of the people. Um, well, example of the lady that was, or no, not the lady, the guy that was, uh, that was in the halfway house. He came out, and the first thing he said is, "Can we pray with you?" And he said, and him and his, I think his wife, uh, said, "Yeah, they wanted to pray." And when we finished, her eyes were just, they looked different. Yeah, yeah, I think the guy was crying too. Yeah. Yeah, they they were just telling us a story about how. The hurricane came down. They were they were by the lake, so everything got washed out. And then they were the only ones living there. They were the guys, or he was the guy that took care of all, like eight eight of those houses. Yeah. And um, but the uh, the owner was like, all right, now you have to leave. You know, I think I think they're gonna tear him down or something. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. yeah so they gotta they gotta leave, and uh, yeah, they were just struggling in that moment. And we came to the house and we prayed for him, and a lot of emotions were flying around. Yeah. He. So, um, the guys that we were with, um, they they even offered the guy to if he needed help moving in in Lehigh, and it was the way when he saw that we actually like wanted to help and everything, he understood that we were like a real thing, not just people, not just trying to. Try, I can't think of the word. Not just trying to get people to just come over, so then they think it's like a cult or something. We're just an actual. Yeah. I'm trying to. I can't think of the word. Yeah, no, I know. I know what you're talking about like. Like we're not we're not about the uh, like the clout ish yeah. or whatever you know the the stereotypical Christians they're just they go to church and they're all self righteous and everything like no we're actually here to help you guys and we're real we're real humans just like everyone else and uh, with that being said I'm Alex this is Tyler and we are reaching for the Bible evangelism is spreading the gospel to everybody. That's that's all it is, and I looked it up on Siri, and usually Siri and like a biblical definition of something is different, but actually Siri got the right definition. She said, "Is the spreading of the Christian gospel through public preaching or personal witnessing?" Which is pretty much yeah. That's pretty much it. You know, um, it could be anything that involves uh, getting the gospel out yeah. there. So there's a huge, huge window. We don't have time to talk about everything, but yeah. anything helps. Well, a couple of the ways it could be like we see somebody on the side of the street that like looks like they're having a hard day. We just pull over or something and we pray with them or mm-hmm. we could if we can ask if they need help with anything. Even even the smallest thing could help change somebody's whole day. And it's like even helping them find a church close to them to even like get started with the Bible and with God and everything and just helping them start their new journey in life. Yeah, yeah, start a new journey, that's that's the best. And um, between giving money to homeless people or someone that's struggling and praying for them, praying for them even though they may not see it or we may not see it, 
it's more important that they have a spiritual connection with God than any amount of money. It really is. Money is is just wealth on earth, but when you have a relationship with God, that's going to go forever. When you get into heaven, your relationship's going to keep going, money's going to be nothing. There's a verse in Matthew that says, uh, don't store up your treasures on earth where moths and rust destroy and thieves break in and steal, but store up your treasures in heaven where moths and rust do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. I think it's Matthew 6 somewhere. But uh, we want to store up our treasures in heaven. Now, with that being said, a lot of people don't see the treasures in heaven you know, while they're on the earth. And we can't convince them that there are treasures in heaven because... We're, we're living off hope ourselves. As Christians, we're living off faith. We don't see that there, there's, there is a heaven, but we know there is a heaven because we've seen other things that God's done in our lives. And um, like Siri said in, in the evangelism definition, personal witnessing, you know, it's our own testimony, and no one can argue with our own testimony. They can argue whether uh, hell is real or hell is not real or heaven's real, heaven's not real. Or how the earth was created, either 8,000 years ago or a million years ago. People can argue that because they don't know. But what they can't argue is when God heals someone from cancer or heals someone from internal bleeding or something like that. They can't argue with that because that happened in your life. And you know the doctors couldn't fix it. Nothing could happen. You were in a, in a, a feeble position. You, you couldn't do anything. There was yeah. nothing you could do. All you could do is trust in God, and God took the, the sickness away from you. And there you go. Now you have a testimony. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a great testimony that could glorify God. Yeah, like, um, there's some people that, like, you don't know what's going on in their life, and uh, even somebody that wants to evangelize to you, like, that could help them a lot. Like, help them get whatever, get through whatever they're going through. Like, somebody could be going through, like, a tough time where they just need money or they just need like food or something and they uh they could just use food or something and god and god could be the reason like they pray every night and we could be the reason that they um start going to church so they can like start getting thinking of better ways to make money get food and all that and um help them get through their tough challenges and help them get through life at that moment mm-hmm. yeah and there's many different ways again to to evangelize and everybody's got to do something. Every Christian has to do something. They can't stay at home and, and, and just do nothing. You know, you can have a relationship with God. You can praise God. And that is good. You can do that for the rest of your life. That is so, so good. That is a good thing. But we should also help other people. Because God says help other people. And from our standpoint, a Christian standpoint, we know there is a heaven and a hell. Okay, we know that God is real. From personal testimonies, things we've seen in our own lives, maybe God talks to you or God's spoken to you or maybe you've had a vision or something like that. There's plenty of different reasons for why us Christians believe in Jesus. Other people don't have those things. They, 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 the reason why they don't believe, where a reason why a lot of people don't believe is because they've never seen something so magical or uh, like a miracle happen or something like that. Yeah. They've never seen that. But there are other ways to get to them, like being nice. Like, yeah. like you said, giving them food. At the, uh, at the uh, outreach, outreach we were at uh, last Saturday, we were giving out hot dogs and hamburgers, you know, small things like that. Yeah. We were helping out with, like, there was one lady that we went up to their door. I don't remember if it, um, the one lady with, like, her dogs and all that. 
Oh, with all the dogs. Yeah, yeah, she couldn't get to the food, so we brought it to her, and mm. um, she. We asked her if she wanted to pray after, and she didn't. I can't remember what she said. She said she wanted to, or she just couldn't at the moment. I think she said she couldn't at the moment, or something. She had to get back inside. And I think. I think. Were you there when I went back with her? I think I did. I did pray for her, and then John came and he also prayed for her. Um, right after it was, it was when we brought the food back. Oh to yeah, her. yeah, you're right, you're yeah. right. But she, yeah, I think she said not right now or something, and then you know she changed yeah. her mind later. Yeah, yeah. And she, and she like, she looked like she needed it. She had just gotten a hip surgery, and she, yeah. she couldn't uh, walk a lot. So we helped her out, and I think that's when she realized that oh, these people are genuinely trying to help me, and they're trying, they're not trying to force me to do something. Mm-hmm. And that think that's what like clicked something in her head that we actually wanted to. Yeah, we weren't limited to just speaking the gospel. We were also, which speaking the gospel yeah. is the best thing. That is the main reason. But we were also in there just to help people, whether they accept the gospel or not. Yeah, we. Our job to... is to spread it, not to force people to understand. Yeah, we wanted to listen to. We listened to some people. They, there's a couple people that I just needed to talk to somebody, and we we were there. We listened. We were listening while they needed it, mm-hmm. and that's what some people needed the most. Like, um, one lady started tearing up when we started when we stopped praying for her, and it was you could tell it like touched her personally, mm-hmm. and that's really what she needed. Yeah, the Holy Spirit was moving at those times. It could just be you know something in their life that's going horribly wrong, and encouragement by prayer is what'll get them crying, but also the Holy Spirit. It also gets people real emotional, and especially when it's working in their lives. Yeah. Um, in Matthew twenty-eight, eighteen, it says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to very end of the age to the very end of the age it says to go teach or go make disciples of all nations so go teach the gospel get people to become christians but more importantly go teach the gospel Mm -hmm. you know that's the only thing we have control over we can go and teach the gospel now the people at the uh the outreach that we were at um the people that were that were stationized at the little corner that we were at that we had like how many people like 40 yeah, people we, 40, 40 50. 50 yeah yeah no there there was a lot of people a lot of volunteers that day which is which is really good but the people that are cooking the hot dogs and hamburgers they're very important they're just as important as the people going around and actually praying for people yeah. you know they're all equally important and it says it says what does it say in Corinthians 3:1 it says for everybody to do their parts you know, and uh, they'll be rewarded equally, you know, to their own labor. You know, whatever you can do, you do that. You know, it says uh, Roman or First Corinthians 3, 5. What, after all, is Apollos and what is Paul? Only servants through whom you came to believe, as the Lord has assigned to each his task. I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters it is anything, but only God who makes things grow. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose, 
and they will each be rewarded according to their own labor. So it was saying, right before that, it was saying like people were starting to worship Paul and Apollos in, in those times, and that's why he's redirecting it. Hey, listen, Paul's saying, listen, I'm not the one that's making it grow. I'm not the one that gave them salvation. I didn't give them this gift. You know, all the power goes to Jesus. And uh, it also says, just do your part. Paul planted the seed. He got the, the person thinking about salvation, thinking about Jesus. And then someone else came along and told them again about Jesus. And they're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to try it. You know, there's, uh, there's different, different times for, and different seasons for people to get to know Jesus Christ and get to believe in him. So everybody does their part, just like the people cooking the hot dogs and hamburgers. Yeah. Without them, we wouldn't be able to give out the hot dogs and hamburgers. There would be none. They'd be cold. Yeah. So, you know, things like that, volunteers in, in any, any um, section of volunteering, they're all, they're all very powerful. Everybody's got to do their part. Like, even when we, there was parts that we couldn't, like, walk. I mean, we could have walked to, but it would have been faster to take it by truck. I don't remember what the guy's name was that was driving us around, but he he offered us his truck so we can go around and spread the gospel to everyone, like on that street. Yeah. And it was it was a lot more powerful because a lot more people were hearing about it, mm-hmm. and that who knows that might have clicked it for some people, and now they wanna now they wanna like now they're intrigued with going to church, and now they wanna maybe learn some more. Yeah. And there was times where, well. We might have not known, but we we could have we went home and researched it, and now if we meet them again, we can we can um, come back and like tell them what it was about. We we got to do those more. I was I was really enjoying it. Yeah. I I I would definitely give up my whole Saturday again to do something like that again. It was sure. it was really fun, and on top of that, it was like worthwhile. Yeah. You know, teaching people about Jesus and. Um, I think they counted it up, and there was like nine salvations that day. So nine people accepted Jesus into their heart. So that's awesome. You know, nine more people are going to heaven. And it says when when someone accepts Jesus as their heart or accepts the free gift of salvation, you know, heaven goes crazy. They go wild. Yeah, they start course. celebrating and everything. It's um, it was a good day on Saturday. Yeah, so, I, I would definitely do it again. It was mm-hmm. it was something that impacted me and like it helped me learn more about Jesus that day. Mm-hmm. There were things yeah. I didn't know that I learned throughout that day yeah it also helped me because i had never uh, this was like my first time going out and randomly praying over people it was it was i had to jump out of my comfort zone i was kind of scared but i kind of had an adrenaline rush yeah when we were going up to those houses and i was like all right let's do it let's do it <laughs> ah. so you know it, it all it all worked out and it was, it was it was really good and now i have more confidence in praying over random people yeah there's i was actually earlier today i was talking to some to one of the kids at my football thing and he's like i'm going through this tough time i need this like i've been just going through something and i was talking about god and he's i'm like start praying more and or start praying and and he'll help you through it and he said he told me my i've always grown around it but i don't know how to i don't know how to start again and i'm like you, everyone starts somewhere. You, it could be a small prayer. It could be like something while you're working out. It can be like you're while you're working out and you need help. You need getting that last rep or something. And you just you pray, say, God, I need this, and I need help with this, and He'll help you through it. But it also comes with you're asking Him. You gotta put your effort in and help. Um, um, what's it called? And help spread the gospel even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when 
you and when you do that then people oh heaven starts getting happy and um god will god will see that and he'll want to help you more no matter even if you don't help him sometimes he'll still want to be there for you yeah yeah exactly it's, it's all about just you wanting to put the effort in mm -hmm. yeah yeah it says in the bible um, the more you, the, when you seek, you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. Mm -hmm. And that right there, what you did with your friend, that's evangelism right there. That is a perfect example of evangelism. You know, you can evangelize all, all the time, wherever you are. The, the, they'll just come up. But sometimes we're not ready for them, and that's a problem. When we're not ready to tell people, you know, an answer that involves God. Because mostly, I mean, like most of the time, the answer is Jesus. If they're having a problem, hey, pray to Jesus. Yeah. If they're having a problem with anxiety or something, hey, listen, everything's going to be okay. God is in control of everything. It says in the Bible not to worry. You know, sometimes we got to be a little bit more ready for it. Mm -hmm. And that that leads into doing your own studying and doing your own Bible reading yeah. and stuff you should be doing on your own. You know, And I would encourage everybody that's watching or listening to go ahead and read your Bibles. You know, there, There'll be something in there that you read on a Tuesday that you need to tell somebody else on a Tuesday. You know, God just works it out that way. He's just, he's an amazing God. You know, he knows everything. Evangelism is, is not only about preaching the gospel. It's also about planting seeds, you know, so someone else can come in and preach the gospel again. And that way it'll, it'll grow bigger. You know, they're, they're, like they're watering it. Like Paul said, you know, one person plants a seed, one person waters it. Um, but what we do need to do when we're um, evangelizing is what God says in the Bible. You know, everything God says, He says, help your neighbor, or like help your neighbor out. You know, if you have two coats, give one to another person. You know, if you have plenty, you know, start being generous. And teaching people about Jesus. If you're not ready for it, I know it's hard. You kind of got to get out of your comfort zone to just yeah. start a conversation about Jesus. But if it's thrown out there, it's a little bit easier. But sometimes it's harder to do that. So the easier route is to show love on people. You know, Jesus wants us to love each other. You know, we got to love each other. That's that's evangel uh, evangelism too. That could be planting a seed. And then later they ask you, hey, are you a Christian? Yeah, I'm a Christian. You know, I love people. You know, this, yeah. yada, yada, yada. You know, it just, it there's so many there. different scenarios. Yeah. yeah. Um, even even the other day when the lady, she, we knocked on her door, she said, oh, um, we asked her, are you... Are you Christian? Do you believe in God? And she said, I'm Catholic. I actually, when I pray, I pray to the Virgin Mary. And we understood that, and we we tried to, uh, we we told her, well, we don't pray to the Virgin Mary. We pray straight to God. We believe that there is no one that needs to send the message for us. We we send the message ourselves. And the lady, the lady was understanding, and she's like, and after we prayed with her, she um, she was talking, she said, thank you. And I think it, I think it helped her because she was, like, she was understanding it, but she was also like still on the uh, verge of like, she still thinks that Virgin Mary is the mm -hmm. way to go. Yeah. Yeah. So we like planted a seed and maybe later it'll, it'll be watered. Um, yeah. Yeah. Since we're talking about Catholicism and speaking to the virgin or praying to Mary so she can talk to Jesus. I don't want to hate on the religion and I don't hate on any of the people, but that's not right. It's incorrect. You know, you can't pray to Mary. Praying to Mary's a bunch of baloney. Yeah. It is. It is a bunch of baloney. And in in Corinthians like we just read, um 
Paul was saying, who am I? Who is Paulus? Who is, who is this person? We're nothing. God is where it's at. God is, is top dog. Yeah. You know, just pray to the God. Um, yeah, you don't need Mary to intercede for us. Pray to God. Pray to Jesus. Pray, to, pray you know. Pray only to God because God is the only um, way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through, uh, through him. Uh, every day should be evangelizing or at least doing something for the kingdom of God. You can help other people evangelize. People that go out and evangelize, sometimes they need a little encouragement. Instead of evangelizing yourself, you can go and encourage that person. Yeah. And that, that'll be considered, um, you know, well, good works on your half, you know. Uh, God will reward you for your labor, you know. Go out of your way and go tell someone something nice. Like if you're broke and you can't give money away, you don't have extra food, go tell them they're, they're, they look good or something like that. There's, there's many things we can do. Anything can hope. One verse I thought was pretty good was Ephesians 2.10. Um, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. God created us in advance so that he, know, he already knew that what he wanted us to do, we just had to choose our way to find it. Yeah. We had to find our way to it. Like God knows everything and he sets certain things up. What we have to do is choose to trust him. Yeah, that's what I was and when to we trust him, we'll, we'll go farther than when we're trying to do our own thing. So yeah. uh, pay attention to the Bible, pay attention to what the Bible says. Um, keep on going with your relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And you'll get to the place where you're you become an evangelist and you start doing, you know, kingdom work. You yeah. start working for the kingdom. You start getting people to understand what Jesus is all about, and you know, then you get people to accept Jesus, and boom, salvations. Yep. You know, and uh, you get people saved and forever together with heaven. That's the point of it. So, God created Adam and Eve, and He wanted to um, be. Um, like, howdy guys, or what, what do you call it? Like, um, communicate. Yeah, he wanted communicate. to communicate with Adam and Eve. And, uh, you know, so we would be hand in hand. We were also created in his own image. He breathed into us. That's the breath I have now. It's the breath you have now. Mm -hmm. It's um, been going down, down, down through generations and stuff like that. Um, so, man and women have power yeah. to create. And boom, there's the next person. And the, the breath keeps on going. So it's been, yeah. it's been lasting for a long time. When I was born, I was born into a Christian family, so I was born to, I was born to, pray and, be with God, and when we go out in places, I've seen my mom will even like she'll see somebody having a bad day at like Publix or something, and she'll she doesn't care how many people are in the lines, she'll stop and talk to the person and pray for them, and mm -hmm. there was times where we would where she'd do that and people would see and there is. People would like give us like dirty looks and all that, but the only one that mattered was the person that we were praying for. Exactly. And that was the only thing that we we needed, and that's probably what made that person's day better. When we do that, it just shows that we're spreading the gospel, spreading the gospel, <laughs> <laughs> spreading the gospel, and um, showing other people what God is, so they can learn and do it on their own. Mm -hmm. Because the gospel is literally the good news of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want to tell people. Because people just don't know. Which, if no one tells them or if they don't accept them, you know, it's in America, it's their fault because there's a lot of churches. And yeah. God is going to punish accordingly. Because God is just. And which sucks because some people just don't don't think and they don't accept it. They, they hear personal stories like, dude, my brother was healed of cancer. 
how can Jesus be fake now? And they're like, I don't care. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Like, they're going to be punished for what they believe. Everyone's going to be punished for what they believe. Or, I mean, justly um, punished for what they believe. And if we accept Jesus, the free gift of salvation. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so good. It's free. Free stuff is, is always good. Of course. You know? But that's... some people don't want it. Yep. They want nothing to do with it. That's what most people count on is free things. And some people don't understand that the word of the gospel is free, but they don't want to work. They don't want to go and put in the effort for it. Yeah. So that's why some people don't under, don't fully understand anything. And they just, I'm trying to think, um, they don't understand where to go or how to get or how to start, even start how to. Yeah. How to start. And they think it's all about. You got to do what's right. You know, it's just a bunch of rules and stuff like that, which is a big, huge misconception. It is not about a bunch of rules. Nope. But you do have to repent of your old ways because those ways are not good. They're not good for you. Watching porn is not good for you. Nope. Uh, drinking is not good for you. Drugs aren't It good feels music. good, but what? Yeah, drugs. It Whatever is not good for you, you know? It's just, and God knows that. And people with a clear head know that, but sometimes it's addicting, and it still gets them. Some people might think it's good at the moment, but after that moment, it's just, you could have done something that could have made your life worse, or you could have, you could have done something that, like, like, that could have, like, well, I guess made your life worse, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, no. The way I think of it is, there's a, there's a way life is supposed to be lived on earth, and we've just we it's it's really far from it now, but like in Adam and Eve, that was the originals, the OGs. They were just supposed to eat food, you know, uh, co- uh, commune with God. Not touch that tree. Yeah, not touch the tree, stupid tree. Um, and like you know, play with some lions and stuff, climb on some elephants and stuff. They were supposed to be all happy dandy, you know. That was the point. And it would have been totally fine. I would have been fine. I would have had. You know, things to do every single day. I would try to, like... I've been driving a line by now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, getting a line, like, lion races. That would have been fun. Stuff like that, you know? There could have been plenty of things to do. But if they didn't, just touch that fruit. But they did. And now, um, you know, 8,000 years later, it's gotten so far away from God's original idea of it. And uh, God's trying to point us back in the right direction with making rules and stuff. Like, listen... Don't be drinking. Don't be doing this because it doesn't end up right. Yeah. Have sex um, with have heterosexual heterosexual sex because yeah. um, it's good for you. It, it'll lead you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. You know, um, being homo homo homostasis whatever. It, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't it doesn't turn out right. You know, you're gonna have anxiety and stuff like that. There's just no no uh, fulfillment in that. You know, yeah. it's just a bunch of sins and stuff like that. And sins. Don't give you fulfillment. God wants us to be fulfilled. God wants us to be happy also. But, dude, this is the way you become happy. That's the way I think of it. God knows the way to become happy, and he tells us. That's why there's rules, Mm -hmm. but don't think of them as rules. That is just your directions to have a good life. My life is great. I'm chilling. It says don't worry in the Bible, and I'm like, okay. Don't worry. I won't worry. You know, I Mm -hmm. don't have any worries in the world. I don't care. Whatever. You know, everything's all fine and dandy. It also teaches you how to be undefeated or undefeatable, which we're going to talk about that at a later date because that's a big topic. 
But that has got me through a lot. When you're undefeatable, you know, don't be surprised with people cutting you off in traffic. You know people are going to cut you off in traffic, so don't be surprised. Yeah. So the number one thing in evangelism is tell people about Jesus. All right? And to get straight to the point, tell them about the gospel, the good news of Jesus, what Jesus did. Mm -hmm. That is straight to the point. Sometimes we can't get straight to the point because they'll cut us off or like, okay, that, that story is boring, whatever. You know? But, excuse me. To get you know closer to that point, you know, be be nice to people, love on people, compliment people, do stuff like that. So it's like a it's like a couple step process. Um, we we plant the seeds, we water the seeds, but all the glory goes to God. God's the one that actually grows the plant. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, I I have friends that like they I brought them to church and I've talked to them about God and they I've had friends tell me or my. Well, one of my best friends, I've had him tell me, I, I like going to church, but I feel like I'm, f I feel like I, I feel like I'm being, f um, there's too many rules, like, I have to follow. I'm like, there's not, there's not that many rules, you just, or there's not really any rules, you just have to, you just don't worry about anything, you just, as long as you're doing the right thing, and you're staying with a path, you're fine. Mm -hmm. God's gonna be by your side no matter what, you just have to. You just have to wait for him to. You just have to put your effort in to see him. Yeah, you gotta put a little put just put a little effort and just mm -hmm. go seek him and you will find him. Yep. It's as simple as that. Seek God and you'll find God. Simple as that. You mm -hmm. seek him more, you'll find him more. Yep. It's very simple. You know, a lot of times we try to overcomplicate the Bible. It's very very simple. You know. With that being said, I'm Alex. This is my good friend Tyler, and we are reaching for you. That was good, that was good. I think it's, with all the mistakes cut out, I think it's only going to be like 25 minutes.